Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now, here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest today is Cliff Cole. He's a lifetime entrepreneur. He's going to tell you that story. Um, He is currently the owner of More Floods, Inc., which is a company that works with independent restoration contractors to increase revenues and profits. So we're happy to hear have him here on the show today to tell his story and to talk with us about some of the things that have made more floods and, and some of the other things he has done as an entrepreneur very successful. Welcome to the show today, Cliff. Thank you, Kelly, and uh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. More Floods, Inc. Let's talk about that for just a minute. I, I said that you work with independent restoration contractors so that you can make them more profitable and uh, you know, increase their revenues. What specifically do you do? Uh, well, that's a good question. Um, and when we say restoration, <laughs> we mean insurance restoration. So uh, if your house um, has or business is flooded, uh, that's generally what we work with. And and the work itself, actually, on how to do a water damage, there's classes all over the country where independent restorers, water restorers, can get that training. Um, and we do work with people in every state, and actually we've just started going into Canada. But what's hard to find it without buying a franchise, and there's a number of reasons why somebody would or would not want to buy a franchise. A lot of it is they're either not available or they're very cost prohibitive. Um, so we give them an alternative to kind of the independent uh, water restore. What we do is we help them with the operational side. And what we mean by operations is the time the, the flooded victim would call in through every process until we get our check and everything in between. Uh, we also help with m- the marketing aspects, and, and we, we really push referral-based marketing. Uh, we try to find people that can send us multiple jobs um, to our members, and uh, so we have, we have more marketing than they could ever possibly implement. So we help them with the uh, marketing side, operational side, and then we give them unlimited support on other aspects as to just in general business and whatever they need help with. But on how to dry, we answer questions like that. But we, when somebody signs up, we say, hey, look, there's a lot better places to get that training than from us, although we would help them with that as well. How did you get started in this business? What, what drew you to it? Well, uh, it was just kind of, uh, you know, when you start off and, you know, when you're little and you start working, you just really know, not, not sure where everything's going to take you. Um, and gosh, uh, date myself a little bit. Back in 1987, I actually started working for a carpet cleaning company, and never thought I was going to be in the cleaning business at all. Um, and it, it it morphed into I became the manager of that cleaning company. And the next thing I know, somebody wanted me to help start a cleaning carpet cleaning company. So we started one in Omaha, Nebraska. And uh, that was, it was it was pretty successful. A lot of hard work for sure. Then I got into the wholesale business, and in the cleaning and restoration industry, there are places where you buy your supplies just like you do with with you know 
any different uh, type of business out there. You have a supply house, and, and we had supply houses too. Well, there wasn't a good one in Omaha, so I started one. Interesting uh-huh. enough, I found, I found that uh, your competition doesn't like to buy from you, so uh, I couldn't have a cleaning <laughs> business and sell to them as well. So that was a, that was a big business learning uh, uh, thing right off the bat. So right. I actually sold, I sold my, my cleaning business and focused on um, the wholesale or distribution business of all the supplies. Um, the, I was in Omaha, and then I had an opportunity to um, start or have, have the distributorship for one of the largest um, manufacturers of the carpet cleaning equipment. And when they say carpet cleaning equipment, we also use that, those big machines in the water restoration business as well. So... Mm-hmm. Having one business in Omaha wasn't enough, so I decided to open up another location in Kansas City. So I'm not in that business anymore. That, that I will tell, I, and I, I will say having multiple locations, um, I, I don't recommend that for any entrepreneur that is not seasoned or has somebody uh, that, that has had that experience because most of the time it's hard enough to deal with one that you're at all the time, but to try to have a, a secondary location, it, is, uh, it was almost the end of me. So it was it was a very trying time, but I ended up do moving down think, to Kansas. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No. Do you think that that advice still applies if you're in the same geographic area? You were having to actually move uh, geographically. I know they're close, but it's still a drive between Omaha and Kansas City. Um, is, is it because of that physical distance that it was so difficult, or are you saying in Kansas City, even if you had two locations, it would have posed the same problems? That's a good question. I think it depends on what kind of business you are. Uh, if you are a, a retail type of business, then I think uh, multiple locations uh, get you, you know expands your market. But but if you're in the service business, my my philosophy is is look if you have two locations, then you're doubling up your monthly costs that that don't ever go away. So mm-hmm. uh, to, to me, uh, on a service business, I. I think one location is is probably plenty. Uh, the The drive for three hours was very hard. I would drive back on the weekends and do work in, on one, and then come back to the other. It's just very very hard to maintain, um, you know, control. Now I will say with with a lot of the, you know, the digital times that we have, it probably would be a little easier than what I had to deal with then. But uh, I have a lot of members uh, or customers, you could say, across the country. I have only seen uh, multiple locations successful one or two times. Most people fail with it because it's very, very difficult. I actually sold those two to a large wholesaler, and then I went to work for them. And uh, it, was, it was very eye-opening. I, I learned a lot about organization, a lot about systems. Uh, we're big checkoff list people, and I learned that from them. It was, it was, I'm glad I did it, although I'm not, I'm not very good at working for somebody they allowed me kind of my entrepreneurial freedom, so to speak. Mm-hmm. After I worked for them for a number of years, I was kind of like, I am an entrepreneur, so I actually started another cleaning and restoration business in Kansas City. Had that for about three years, and then my, my current business partner and I decided to start More Floods. So I sold my cleaning and restoration business, and we started More Floods back in 2002. So it's been a little while. Yeah, 15 years. Congratulations. That's a pretty milestone anniversary. Thank you. Yeah. Now, when when you started More Floods, 
What did you envision that to be like when you came up with the concept? You're talking 15 years later now, but what were you thinking it might be, say, five years down the road? It, it, it's interesting because my business partner is the one that actually came up with it, and he said um, we were actually competitors, and I had him looking at a water damage job that I had that was that had a lot of technical issues, and we were standing out in the driveway, and he goes, hey, Cliff, what if we came up with some marketing stuff for the water damage industry and just sold it across the country? And I was like, well, that'd be a good idea, Greg. And we, we thought it was going to – well, I actually had somebody who wanted to buy my restoration business, so I sold that, and we started this company. We thought it was going to take us two or three months to put it together and get it rolling. It was actually a very humbling experience because we had to tear down one business and rebuild it back, but it took over three years. Um, and so we weren't really exactly sure. We were just hoping we were going to kind of sell a little bit here and a little bit there, but uh, we didn't really know exactly. when we had, we had ambitions, but I'll be honest with you, we exceeded anything that we remotely thought would when we finally got our advertising out there and people saw it, we couldn't answer the phones fast enough. What do you think was the secret weapon there? What do you, what do you think that uh, really attracted people? Was it, was it truly a need that you were fulfilling that had been underserved, or was there something different that you were offering? What, what was it that, that caused all of the, the uh, uh, excitement about the company? That is a great question. Uh, I think we were at the right place at the right time and had the right um, message. Everybody in our industry, in the cleaning and restoration industry, wants more water damage work. But it's hard because you can't just send out a postcard or something to a homeowner and, 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 and solicit that because the average home floods every 52 years. So most people don't ever think they need it or, or don't need it until that happens. Right. And so it's hard so it's very hard to get that kind of work unless you're hooked up with the insurance companies. And that's where the big franchises have dominated for years over the independence. They, they, the national franchises have deals with the insurance companies, not the agencies, but the companies. And so a lot of that work gets funneled to them. So leaving the independent person frustrated and struggling trying to get that work. Well, we had, you know, my, my sister company uh, called PowerDry, uh, that's the company we modeled and, and tore down and built back up. Uh, it, it, it had a very good process of referral-based marketing. And that's what everybody wants is, is the work. Um, and so when we put that out there, there was nothing else out there like that unless you wanted to buy a franchise, which is generally about 80 to 100 grand down and 12 to 15% of what you do every month. And for people yep. that are independent, that's a hard thing. And it has to be available. So... Um, that 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 is that is the big thing, and and, and the interest, the most interesting thing that happened with that is everybody, including us, thought they just wanted marketing, 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 and we thought so too. In fact, we almost didn't include the operations with this program. But what we found is, hands down, the operations is the most important part of all these businesses. I mean, you don't lose business and you don't go out of business because you sent out a bad postcard. You you lose business because you do something wrong operationally. Yes. And right. we probably had 3,000 3, people through our training, and there hasn't been a company that's come through that hasn't um, had some issues with operations that we haven't helped them greatly with. So it, it, that's kind of been the most eye-opening thing, I think, for us. Sure. 
what kind of access, as you grew this business, what kind of access have you had to various resources that may have helped you along the way, whether they are you know, just a, an independent advisor that you knew you could turn to or whether it was one of the programs here in Kansas City? Have you had people who have helped you along the way in that type of a relationship? I have, and I, I started off um, with a mentor back in Omaha, and uh, he saw something in me that no one else saw. And if he if he hadn't helped me, I, I would not uh, be where where I am today. But I've always kind of uh, I've always leaned on people for help. Uh, my business, my current business partner, uh, Greg Petropolis, has been one of those people that has helped me out along and and always been encouraging and and very very um, very smart with business. Um, we have a we have a very good team. I've also uh, I've, I've leaned on as many people as I can. I can get information from. I also belong to uh, EO, which is Entrepreneurial Organization here in Kansas City, and the people that I've met through there have just been fantastic. And the resources um, that I've gotten uh, with that has has been amazing. And one of them uh, actually uh, was was referred to me by Mary Leonida is Scott Fritz, and Scott says, and we've hired him as some consulting. He said your net worth is your network, and and I'll just have to say that's that's very true. I, there's there's nothing that if I needed that I couldn't call a handful of people they could steer me the right direction. That that has just been absolutely huge for me. Yeah, you know I see sometimes in in working with the various business owners and entrepreneurs here in Kansas City um, that that so many of them still, in spite of the resources, in spite of the relationships that are there. Uh, for the asking, still working in isolation, still going it alone. And sometimes when you talk about it with them, they'll say, sometimes they're just not aware of the resources, but other times they will say, I don't have time. I, I am so busy working in my business, I just don't have time. And so I like to get stories like yours out there where that time that you spend is an investment that's going to pay you back. The return you're going to get on it is going to be so much greater than the time that you put into it that uh, I just always encourage entrepreneurs who think they have to do it all themselves to you know take an hour a week or or whatever it is but just just get in the habit of uh, attending some of these different events where you can meet people who can help you and asking for that help that's the other thing is asking for the help so uh, thanks for sharing that yeah I, I couldn't agree more as an entrepreneur, you know, you've accomplished so much, obviously, and you've, you've learned your share of lessons. Uh, as you said, you've been a lifelong entrepreneur and run many different businesses. And when you think back on all of it, what would you say is the achievement that you're most proud of? Um, that's, that's another good question. Um, you know, and I think you know we've had we've we've talked before, Kelly, and 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 one of the things that uh, you know when I was in high school, I was I was one of those kids that was probably least likely to succeed. Maybe the a a ADD I had or or whatever, but uh, you know with the way I was growing up and and my attention span and all of that, I really didn't think I was going to be successful either. And the and my mentor that got me started in business told me he goes Cliff. As long as you are hardworking and honest, you will always make a good living. And and I'll be honest with you, I sleep well at night. Um, I, I've done everything up up and uh, above board. And I think that's probably the, the the biggest thing that 
done it the right way. And uh, of course, you know, when I talk to all my old high school buddies and stuff, they always just say, man, I can't believe where you are. I can't believe where you are. But uh, it wasn't given to me, that's for sure. No, it did not at all. You, you've worked for every bit of it. Has there been anything at all about your company story that has surprised you? Um, yes. Uh, you know, when I first started this, I was absolutely deathly afraid of public speaking. I mean, I get up, I would, <laughs> my voice would crackle, I would sweat, I would, I mean, it was visible that I was struggling up in front of people, visibly. And when people would even announce, say, it's okay, it's okay. I mean, it, it was that bad. And now I, I, you know, put on classes and trainings and get up in front of hundreds of people and, and talk and, and really have flourished in that avenue compared to where I was. I mean, I'm not a, uh, you know, motivational speaker or anything like that. But from where I was to where I am, that, that, that's probably one of the, the biggest accomplishments that I've had that, that I'm proud of. Yeah, and that that's huge. And and you may say you're not a motivational speaker, but you certainly speak with passion about your company, and I know that that inspires and motivates other entrepreneurs who may be going through a tough time or or who just may be thinking about starting a business and and uh hearing some of the challenges that you've faced and may manage to work through. It, it is very inspirational. What's next for your company for more floods? How are you thinking bigger about the future? Well, you know, we're we're constantly brainstorming, and and we've we've hired uh, the scaling up team with Vern Harnish, and and they've they've kind of helped us as well. Uh, we've thought about taking our licensing model to other venues, other service groups, uh, because it, it it I think it fills a need where somebody you know sometimes you can't get this information. Uh, other places. I mean, you can't go to college and, and learn some of these things. So depending on whatever kind of business it is, you find a business that's dominating that that uh, space and develop some systems, both marketing and operational, and then sell it to other people in the, that industry across the country. That that very well could be our next move, and we've been talking to a couple different companies about that. So um, that's that's where we feel our next move is probably going. So that, that'll that'll sustain you for the next several years if you can get that off of the ground and, and moving in the right direction. What is your call to action for the business owners who are listening today who want to grow their businesses? I know that you're in a specific industry, but there's some universal advice that transcends industries. And So what would you tell them? I, I could spend a day talking about that. <laughs> but it, it, at the end of the day, don't reinvent the wheel. What you're wanting to do, somebody else has already done. And that's that's kind of what we tell our, our customers. Say, hey, why reinvent it? We can we can knock off, you know, 10 years of, of pain and agony and, and, and defeat, so to speak. Find somebody that's done it. Talk to other business owners. You, you'll be surprised if you reach out to other business owners, especially if they're not your direct competitors, people love to talk about their business and love to help. And so my, my advice was find somebody that's done it and, and find yourself a mentor or, or, you know, sign up with some of these groups that, uh, that have like-minded people with you and, and they're think tanks and, and just don't go about it alone. Get, get some help. It's, it's, you know, I, I love, I love learning, but boy, I, I like being able to pick up the phone and, and getting some resources done quickly as well. Yeah, well said. If someone would like to find out more about what you do, Cliff, uh, about your services or just about you, how would they do that? What's the best place? 
Um, they're welcome to uh, reach out and, and send me an email. You can call. Probably an email would be best to set up a time. I'd be glad to talk with anybody um, about any any part of, of, of business. Um, I always like to do that. Uh, my email address is cc, for Cliff Cole, cc at more, M-O-R-E, floods.com. My office number, I'm here in Lenexa, Kansas. That's 913-469-9464. And your website? Uh, www.morefloods.com. Okay, so morefloods.com. And I'm sure the office number is on the site. And again, if yes. you would like to get in touch uh, via email, it's cc at morefloods.com for Cliff Cole. And uh, it's been wonderful having you on the show to share your story and, and to encourage others uh, you know, to persevere and to find those resources that are going to help them through. We really appreciate it and wish you much luck in the future, Cliff. Well, Kelly, thank you. It was fun. Yes, absolutely. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at I Think Bigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.